Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Today's episode, recorded September 23rd, 2020, What is Christianity? Welcome and appreciate y'all being with us tonight. Um, so, what is Christianity? <clears throat> what? <laughs> yeah, and 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 in the 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 promo for this, we said that individuals will assert their beliefs as Christians, and everyone who doesn't agree must be wrong. Dogma, doctrine, tenets, and the tedium of it all. <laughs> <clears throat> so sometimes, sometimes it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um we you know and some people um we were talking a little bit about this some a lot of people grow up in church um and and all they know is to believe what they're told and in a sense they're indoctrinated. Yes. Um, I've I've even um uh challenged ministers before you know gone well don't you think this and they're like no it's like okay you know all right won't go there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly i'm I'm the one doing this and they're doing this (laughs) right right, i just want to go Winging the holy water at you. <laughs> and, and I knew when I was a kid not to ask questions. Right. You, you know? learn really quick not to ask. Uh, yeah. yeah but, uh, you know, I mean, like, and, and it's the, the thing that I mentioned in the prequel, you know, two by two, Noah, really? No. <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> that, that didn't sit with you. Yeah. It just didn't happen, you know, and giraffes with their heads sticking out the windows and stuff like that. No. <laughs> so, um, and then um, uh, a, a mutual person that we know and some of our audience will know, um, Marion Thorpe, years ago, I knew her back in the 80s. And we were eating dinner together one night and she was telling a story about going shopping with some uh, and running into some older woman. Don't remember what kind of store she was in or what brought this topic up. But the woman said, well, I like the King James version the best because it's most like Jesus himself spoke. And Marion just didn't have the heart to tell her that Jesus did not speak Shakespearean English, but rather Aramaic. <laughs> and this was 1,500 years later. When <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but there are people that will. You don't just, want to break their heart either. Yeah. By, by dumping you know. that kind of truth on them. Yeah. I mean, when so people Marianne think about. In line there. Yeah. yeah. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Hello. He wasn't this um, surfer dude with the white glowing skin. He was, you know. <laughs> and blonde hair and blue eyes. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say this up front, regardless of what anyone watching believes or as we run into people in public if that's what they believe there's nothing wrong with that unless it's holding them back right and if you if and, and so the idea is if you have a question about it and you're in doubt 
you need to start asking and recognizing maybe there's more to this than what meets it's the on eye. the surface. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny and, you mentioned that. Um, in my in our occupation, my husband and I have a wedding business that we do full time, and it's really interesting that sometimes, probably about one third of the time. Uh, well, I should be more clear. We do about 150 weddings a year, sometimes 200. And about one third of the time, those clients will actually apologize when they first contact us for not having a religion. Or, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of shocking. Or they apologize for not being Christian. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's totally fine with us. We're not mainstream Christians either. And everything shifts once they understand that that we're not going to judge them for that. We're not going to make any mention of it. And that they even have non-religious options if they want that with us. Yeah. But it, same thing. My same reaction. I had the same reaction you did the first time that I realized somebody was actually apologizing for not having spirit, you know, spiritual practice or, you know, regimented practices in their spirituality. Now, what's interesting is people who are truly non-religious, they don't apologize. They just say, hey, we want non-religious vows. Can you do it? Period. It's people who are mildly spiritual or alternative to Christian and maybe integrate several other things or have pagan beliefs. They're the ones that come at it apologetically. And it's interesting to see that, to hear that. And I've gotten really good at the pattern of saying, really, really, honey, don't worry about it. We're not either. And it's it's fascinating, like you said, that people would respond or come at it that way. It almost makes me wonder if they're apologizing on an ancestral level. Ooh, Oh, <laughs> I like that. That made my antenna sparkle. <laughs> yeah, we need yeah. a tunnel effect coming in here. That's you know, run something in the background there or something. Wow, and, yeah, you just and, opened the tunnel there. Yeah, and and, <clears throat> and and as long as we're hitting that rabbit hole, just to let people know, when you uh, and science has proven that genetically things happen to people that get passed on. Like they, somebody can have an emotional experience and, right. and it can get passed on to their future generations. That's right. Um, trauma, you know, whatever. Trauma, fear, right. Right. And so and joy. And joy. Imagine, imagine somebody that comes from ancestors that were Puritans. Or that were uh, um, Salem you know witch trial types. Well, let's qualify that. People who came from Puritans who did not enjoy their religion. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so they're carrying forth that. And then if you take it a step further and realize that our ancestors are still connected to us spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, there's lots of things that beliefs and things that I've had that I have found connected to my ancestors. 
and I send a teaching to them when I get the teaching for myself yeah. and, oh. and the, and I'm getting goosebumps now. And the, the <laughs> ripple effect is amazing. And, and it's like, I see all these people go, Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, see, we don't want to do that anymore. So when you have somebody coming in being apologetic, it'd be, I would love to dig into somebody like that and find out, are you apologizing? Who are you apologizing for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That you would could. Be. It could. Some, sometimes <laughs> they'll go there and sometimes they won't. Real quick, Randy says that's not working. We're not showing up on YouTube. Dang it, and I hit the right <laughs> button this time. I did it right. Randy, you're going to make Iris swear, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not your fault, Randy, darling. No, I appreciate Randy, you telling me. Randy, you should be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, yes. Randy, for telling us. Yes. Right, so we've got some more tweaking to figure that out. Hopefully they'll bounce back to Facebook because yeah. I know other people are trying to find us on YouTube. I know yeah, they, they've told me. Platform, it's easy to maneuver. I'm getting used to maneuvering it, but it's like I had to skip the stream and I don't know why it didn't start. Baby steps. Right. So Dale and Jean, are you on YouTube? It is showing up for you, Dale and Jeannie. Sometimes your comments will show up slower if That's they're true. not in real time. And it's supposed to tell me if you're commenting from. From where? Yeah, but it's not doing that. Um, All so. right. We'll have to work on that, too. Yeah. But anyway, right. but let us know so, if you're if you're watching, if anybody's watching from YouTube. Okay. So. so moving, Anybody else? Yeah. yeah. Come, come backing out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick another one here. Um, we, um, was discussing things with Margo and what we wanted to talk about and that sort of thing. I pulled up a, uh, a post that I kept. You were on YouTube, just not showing live. <laughs> All right. I'm confused Everybody now. here has ADD. Have you noticed that yet? <laughs> Including me. Including me. All right. Get back, back on track. So, so what I uh, did, what, what came up was um, a while back, I saw a post on Facebook right. and it was a story about this pastor who um, he's, he's, I didn't recognize his name, but he's making noise for himself okay. and I'm not even going to call out his name, but I mean, he actually called for Franklin Graham to repent because <laughs> Franklin Graham was suggesting that Christians could vote for a Mormon. He was saying vote for Mitt Romney and, and this guy was going nuts over it. Um, and so, um, Pray for he, that guy. Pray for that pastor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, everybody needs a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, and this gets into that whole thing of Christians. You, hey, you know, it, it, you're a Christian, so why does it matter what label somebody has stuck on their forehead? But, um, you're 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 a child of the infinite divine. You are the infinite divine, which is probably a whole other discussion. We might yes. have some time. What's the difference between being a child of God and actually being a God? 
Oh, oh Lord. And being a human. <laughs> and, and being a human or an angel or, or an ET or whatever, all kinds of cool stuff that are a lot of our compatriots have claimed. Yes. Well, what's yeah. the difference? Yes. So that would yeah. that would be an interesting topic. That would be, um, and it's going on our list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, absolutely. But this right. this guy, this guy, and this happened probably six years ago or so. He um, suggested he was ticked off because Starbucks was supporting gay marriage, and he said that every Christian should protest Starbucks because. The country is roughly 77% Christian, and assuming that the um, demographics are the same for shopping at Starbucks, then they would lose 80% of their business. And I was like, okay. But, and I just started steaming at his logic and well, his... It, it, yeah, calling for people to exact revenge, that alone, to me... I got to qualify that to me is a travesty. Right. Right. And, 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 and it's far and from Christianity. Yeah. Right. And doing it in the name of religion is a double whammy. Yes. And on so top of that, but so what I, what I did at that time, my initial reaction was anger. And I thought, how dare this guy speak for me as a Christian by making that this all encompassing statement. Right. And and so I went to his website, found the direct article that he wrote, and I started to make a comment. And I was like, <laughs> and then I realized I'm angry and this is not good. And I wasn't going to get anywhere with anger. Okay. So I grounded myself. Good. And I checked in with the creator of all that is. Good. And good. I said, what do I say? What are the words? And I took a deep breath and put my hands on the keyboard. And when I quit typing, I looked at what I read. And this is what Ooh, I got. Yeah. Lay it on us, honey. Lay it on us. <laughs> Preach it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is what I put on his website. Good. According to the creator of all that is, Christianity is a word that is overused to represent a people that do not fully understand the implications of injecting personal views based on rhetoric they do not and cannot understand into a belief system. Loving self means loving God. Blaming and pointing fingers does nothing to spread the love of creator. The Bible is an excellent reference guide and history written by man. Some passages were written by men who were inspired by creator. But much of the meaning was lost by those who felt they were more powerful than the intended messages. Creator's love is unconditional. Man's love can be if only they follow his way. Hide behind the book and your path is blocked in its shadow. Oof. Fear not the creator. Be yeah. in the light that is one with him and you will find that Starbucks doesn't matter. Protests do not matter. It is our vibration within that shares our love with others and is the one true message. And so that's, yeah. Uh, and it was powerful for me because like I said, Namaste. <laughs> I mm -hmm. mean, it was not written mm -hmm. by me and to have mm -hmm. that experience and then 
by the time I was done and posted it, I was like, I feel so much better. Yay! And, <laughs> and, and, Yay! and again, triggered versus not being triggered. <laughs> it's just another way. And, and we keep coping versus not coping. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Sister, absolutely. You're getting some food <laughs> from the Randy Meister. Yes. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> um, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. A little Southern twang it. there. <laughs> Guys, if you have any kind of questions for us on this topic or related topics, please feel free to put them in the comments over there, up and down the right side. And uh, we'll try to catch them and answer them as we go. Part of what we're doing here is the value of being live, that you can throw a ball at us and see what we do to handle it or throw it back <laughs> or throw it to each other. So uh, don't be shy. And also feel free to name topics that you might want to see or hear about on future shows. So I just wanted to throw that out here um, pretty much at the halfway point. Yeah, and follow your yeah, intuition. Don't be shy. Make comments, guys, all over there. <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you, you know, and even if it's slightly off topic, it may not be. Yeah. It, there may be a purpose behind it. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised how much is related to this. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. And, uh, and even we had a hard time getting things condensed and saying, okay, what do we want to talk about? And then we'd start going off and we'd go, oh, well, that's another show, you know? <laughs> So um, we tried to kind of gather things in. And Randy says, oh, Randy, that's an excellent question. Why do we have churches when Jesus said go within? All right, let me talk. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk about that one. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. All right. So as you know, a common thread right now in society and in popular media and so on is that there is a great deception going on. And a lot of people are savvy on some level that that deception is definitely within the government, within finance, and definitely within healthcare and far, you know, big pharma and so on and so on and banking systems. And they're aware of that. But a lot of people are either vaguely or completely unaware that the deception also covers religion and main religions. And I heard a really, I'm about my nose is tingling. I'm going to sneeze. If those of you that know me, that means this chakra is vibrating like crazy. So, <laughs> it's a good thing, people. <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a truth indicator. So, sorry. So, if I sneeze, just go with it, because I do. But I heard a really cool statement that talked about this type of deception that's been going on across history, specifically the history of religion and the and more specifically, the history of Christianity, today's topic, and by keeping people looking for God outside of themselves, such as at your church, or in a book, or in a doctrine, or if you're Islamic, in Mecca, or any of the, or, you know, on and on, keep you looking for the God that is outside of you, you're never really going to figure out that Jesus, God, the divine, the creator, creatrix, whatever you want to call it, is actually within you. So where I'm going with this to answer Randy's 
question a little more succinctly is, in my opinion, and I have more than one opinion, but in what this part of this opinion is that churches are there as a way to subvert or deflect or uh, lure your attention and your energy away from what is truly divine inside of you. And they use symbolism. Church is also equated to home. It's equated to heart. The church is also called the bride of Christ. They use all these emotionally powerful triggers and um, verbiage and you know, related energetic uh, expressions associated to the church to keep that obligation, that sense of uh, connection, obligation to the church to keep it going across time, across generations. In other words, it's brilliant. It's an absolutely, as devious as it is, and as much as I really don't agree with it, it's brilliant. <laughs> I gotta give them credit for uh, being absolutely genius in this deception. But yeah, I think that's one, I mean, there's other purposes for churches. I'm not speaking unequivocally across the board because I do. Churches serve as social centers. They serve as touch points. They served as refuge, you know, for, for people that needed it across time and across places. And I get that, but there are other types of refuge also available that aren't called churches. And my camera blanked out on me again. <laughs> so, Iris, what's your take on why do we have churches? Um, I, I agree with a great deal. Uh, well, I actually agree with everything you were saying. I think one of the important things to remember, though, is that some of this was set, trends were set up a long time ago that people built on. And I think you've got a lot of reasons also because like, it's not like the local minister of your little corner Methodist church is doing some sort of evil because he's got a church and trying right. to, you know, but it's that indoctrination that has been carried forward. Mm -hmm. I think churches have held um, the, the churches that I get the best feels from are yeah. the ones that are sincerely there for their community and yes. they're there to help people. They have daycares that they help with children and they're a lot people. more than just a church, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, That's so, so they have, they That's have a telling. good, but they're, there's institutionalized places yeah. that just carry forward that, dogma that and and then you get people with big egos that think they need these big independent churches and the bigger the church is the more love that the people are showing for them and yay you know oh. <laughs> and, that, and that is one way to celebrate your relationship with Christ if you've got money and the resources to throw it at it like that but that has a backlash effect of deterring people who do not celebrate um, their God with material affluence. So, you know, again, again, that 
like you're saying, not really criticizing that, just showing another example of dividing people instead of bringing them together. Right. Right. Service um, to humanity. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Ones that are in service to humanity. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so like I said, and I, and I, there's a lot of people that are trying to do good through their churches and, mm -hmm. and that, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So don't think that we're here bashing churches. So this is a good time. We're just speculating on our opinions. That's all we're doing. Yeah. I've got a joke. <laughs> everybody that's watching, but that's okay. <laughs> don't take it personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never apologize for a joke, honey. We got to get you going on the stand-up microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so this guy uh, dies, goes to heaven, meets St. Peter at the gate. And St. Peter says, looking at the guy's book of life, and he says, man, you really did so many good things while you were on earth and you helped so many people and you really genuinely cared for humanity and we welcome you with open arms and we want you to be here and 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 enjoy you know reap the reap your rewards he says but we find you know i'm seeing here you weren't associated with any kind of church and the guy said well yeah i just never really uh and saint peter said that's okay that's okay, but we just find people adjust better if they can kind of be with people that are like them. So let me take you on a tour, and you can decide. So the guy says, great, lead the way. So St. Peter takes him down this long hall, and there's all these doors. And they get to the first door, and the Catholics are in there. And it's got all the gilded stuff and the fancy window panes and and the guy says a little too pomp and circumstance for me that's cool let's keep going so they go down to the next door and the Quakers are there and they're just sitting there okay that's a little too low key for me <laughs> <laughs> No problem. We'll keep going. And they go a little further down the hall, and there's a door that is closed. And St. Peter goes, shh. And they tiptoe past the door. And the guy goes, what was that all about? And St. Peter says, that's the Baptists. They think they're the only ones up here. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> Tell it. <laughs> Tell it. That's awesome. That is a great joke. I love it. You so, can't laugh at yourself and your friends. Who can you laugh at? <laughs> exactly. We used to get, I mean, we used to have a Baptist minister that lived a couple of doors down from us when I was mm -hmm. growing up. Yeah. Thought the world of them, but yeah, they'd go off to church every Sunday morning, and we were the little heathens that <laughs> did it. Yeah. Ooh, us too, us too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then then a family of Muslims moved in between us, Ooh. and so one Sunday we're out fixing up our yard because my sister's getting married the next weekend, and we're having the reception, and so we're all out in the yard working. The Muslims were out in the yard working. 
And here come the Baptists home from church. And, and we're all kind of you know, waving. So we're out there working. Well, the littlest girl from the Baptist family, she comes out wearing a play clothes. She goes in, changes out of her church clothes, comes out wearing a play clothes. But she walks up to all of us young girls. That There was about three or four of us out there because two sisters in the Muslim family about our same age. She comes out and she goes, my father says you're not supposed to work on Sundays. And the youngest Muslim girl looked at her and said, your dad works on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, yeah, preachers do. So I can't if you can't laugh at yourself. <laughs> Queen of the obvious will just zing it every time. I'm telling you. Oh, oh my goodness, those are excellent stories. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, well, where did yeah. you want to wrap up with this, sweetheart? Um, I think mainly <laughs> what we want to encourage is that a people's faith are, is is valid regardless of what their religion is or what their faith is i'm going to show this um this yeah. is um a cartoon i saw a while back when people were uh fussing about <clears throat> um how women dress. Yeah. How religious women dress. Yeah. And and the nun, you know, a nun can be covered from head to toe in order to devote herself to God. But then if a Muslim girl does the same thing, she's oppressed. And there's lots of other religions that follow the same thing. And so we don't want to criticize somebody for how they uh, celebrate or how they, yeah. you know, or don't celebrate, or don't celebrate, right? right. Um, and uh, one, I, I got to tell this one quick story. Friend yeah. came to me work. I know I'm full of them. No, you're Friend a great, came, yeah, you're a great storyteller. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, at work, and some people were on lunch break, and one of the girls that was on lunch break was. Um, she re usually read her Bible during her lunch, but she came around oh, yeah. to my cube and she sat up on my desk. She said, I was, can I ask you a question? And I said, sure, go ahead. You know, I'm, I'm just working. <laughs> and she says, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> and I kind of went, uh, <laughs> oh, Yeah. And she said, when? And I said, <laughs> well, personal. gee, Melanie, I don't know. It's not like I had an exact time and date that it really hit me. <laughs> and, she, and she said, well, Iris, I love you and I worry about you. And I just want to know that you've been saved. And I was like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And she goes, well, you know, like, Paula over there and she pointed to the empty cubicle that belonged to our Jewish co-worker and I, I had a pen in my hand and I went whoa <laughs> <laughs> right there and she looked at me like I had grown horns again and I said Paula is the most Christian acting person that I know she mm -hmm. will do 
anything for yeah. anybody. And yeah. she is a gem of a friend. Yeah. And I love her. And if she's not going to heaven, I don't want to go. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure I love you, Harsa. And I'm sure that was a little more than she could handle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let somebody trample on me because of their beliefs and right. make me believe what they believe. I'm not going to let them trample on anybody else either. I just can't do that. And, and so I'm one who's always saying, you've got to ask, you've got to, um, if there's questions, there's a reason for the questions. And she says, uh, that's my do not engage phrase. I have several. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. Write a few down so we can all benefit. Yes. Put them there, sweetie. Yes. Because everybody um, can always spend their own use. Um, so so that's what, yeah, don't think that we're here bashing Christianity by any means. I, I uh -uh. cannot say that I'm honestly still a Christian because my beliefs have changed. And you mentioned something in the discussion we had, and I don't know if you remember, I but I was, I was talking about how I know Jesus was important. Mm hmm and I believe that he was here and I believe he taught us a mm -hmm. lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, I still yeah. have an issue with the fact that we use a divorce, uh, that so many people use a torture device to represent their religion. But yeah, <laughs> that, that just, yeah, that actually, just creeps me yeah. out. Yeah, you know, that's you're going to have a guillotine. To, to, I, used, I used the fish symbol. Yeah, the crossover fish symbol for instead because of that torture device stuff doesn't work for me. Yeah, and but, and so or the or the bloody yeah the uh, crucifix that the crucifix of the, yeah which is the bloody body of Christ which if you get into communion and the body of Christ now you're going down a really deep yeah. rabbit hole and that's a whole nother discussion right now. But right. <laughs> but, but it doesn't. Yeah, tell tell what you. I think what you, the comment I was talking about is there's a difference between corporate Christian, corporate or incorporated or you know organized religion, but I generically call it corporate Christianity versus people who are truly the followers of Jesus of Nazareth, who was inherently very Buddhist in his teachings and in his choices and what he was teaching, but he was. Actually, he was even more enlightened than Buddhism, but that was the foundation of it. The corporate version of Christianity is what is not sitting with radical thinkers, believers like us more and more often and people like us. Yeah. Are you calling me radical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna ride that train. <laughs> you should. You should. So let's talk about next week and what radical stuff you're gonna do next week here. Yes. Lay it on us, yes. princess. <laughs> oh god, me? Well, okay. So do you, me, do you want me to talk about it? You talk about it. I've talked enough. Iris, I tell my stories. That's because you're good at that. Iris and <laughs> Iris and I as most of you know, Iris and I are both um, very, very intuitive people and uh, people hire us 
we're basically professional mediums to do intuitive work for uh, other people. And uh, we've done it for businesses. We've done it for individuals. We've done it for groups. We've done it in classes, all kinds of uh, organizations. And the stories and the information that comes through doing that is fascinating. And it's usually really cool to, well, it's always, it's always really cool to witness that. So we've decided to dive a little deeper on that side of what we can offer. And next week, the show is going to feature Iris doing intuitive work. And yay! And you guys need to ask her questions. So be thinking about what you want to know. <laughs> and they can be personal questions. They can be world questions. They can be controversial stuff. It can be mundane stuff. It can even be very, very specific stuff. You can also ask her personal questions like, what is what is her experience like? Or where does that info come from? Or what does it feel like? Or what does she hear? You can also ask her stuff like that. Yes. The rollout of that is the week after. I'm going to do that. And Iris is going to, whoop, there she is. <laughs> and Iris will be hosting this. So next week, Iris will start us off with this. And she'll be telling us some stories about past readings that were remarkable that uh, I encouraged her to share. And I'll do the same thing the week after. So come with questions and uh, take advantage of the skill set that we have that's quite entertaining as well as quite useful. Yes. Yeah. So yes, and tell your you. friends. Yes. <laughs> yes, tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends, friends, absolutely. So, so Iris, thank you for being available you. for that next week. That'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I always love what comes out of it. I get as much out of it, if not more than the other person does. So, yeah. Absolutely. Great. All readings are for the reader as well as the reedy. Yes. Yeah. Always, yes. always. So, so with that, we will close. Um, share, Thanks. tell your friends, get more people in here and be prepared to ask us some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, do not be shy. You can ask us anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're really, not shy. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Edie, you know me. Randy, you know me. Angie, you've seen it. And Dale and Jeannie, <laughs> you've heard. If you haven't, if you don't remember, <laughs> we will talk about anything. But caveat, we will use discretion because that's what we encourage in other people too. We're not going to embarrass anybody. We're not going to um, blow anybody, top anybody's head off on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. However, uh, discernment uh, is used there too. But, you know, that comes from doing this for years and years and years. Yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Blessings. May your God go with you. Every day, all day, yes, <laughs> and night. <laughs> Good night. Sleep well, and remember to breathe deeply, guys. That's the number one problem. Everybody's talking about sh spiritual shifting and so on right now, and the great big changes that are going on. Breathe deep, flex your spine, let that cerebrospinal fluid flow and get up around your pineal gland and all the way down. So, breathe deep, yes. take it in. All right. <laughs> all right. Any closing words for you, sweetie? I think you hit it all. I think that's good. So we will. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Namaste. 
Ashe Baraka uh, Ayi Bobo. <laughs> That's another one. Oh, cool. There's Very more, cool. but I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. All right. Good night. Namaste. Good night, guys. Thank you for joining us for the Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margaret Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details, www.facebook.com slash Eyes of Indigo. Copyright 2020, Iris Carter and Margaret Ross Sears.